What's up, people? Welcome to La Roche FM. Oh, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. Check out the big brain on bread. Technology alone is not enough. Life of a designer is a life of fight. Fight against the ugliness. Recently, I've been asked by a company to write an article for them, and they offered me a couple of topics to write about, and one of them was, what are the most important soft skills for a designer? And as I sat and thought about it, reflected on my um, career as a designer and uh, working with other people, uh, developers, managers, and so on, and I realized that there are not that many important soft skills that a person, a designer should master. There is one skill that you should master and that's communication skills. And these communication skills have more branches uh, going deep into specific zones of what exactly you have to master. And why I'm saying that communication skills is the most important is because throughout my career of building um, products, working with clients, working with other designers, um, with my employees and so on. Communication skills is going to save you a lot of times. Um, different situation is going to save you money, um, energy, um, effort, wasted resources, wasted time, and so on. So throughout my career, I lost <laughs> lots of money because um, sometimes even on some projects, tens of thousands of years, um, because of poor communication skills with a customer or with a developer and so on. So I'm going to dive into each of them, how you can prevent them and what exactly you can develop to avoid this type of mistakes. So for example, the first skill is the ability to communicate your thoughts clearly and here it is important to realize one important bias we all have so let's say that you go i don't know study graphic design right you studied for i don't know four years or so then you go work as an intern you work in an agency as a junior designer i don't know or a basic designer or another company product company you work like for 10 years and you have really this huge baggage right of knowledge and experience and so on but then one day you decide to go freelance and when you start talking with customers you somehow start realizing that nope not everybody understands you <laughs> when you're explaining your process uh, or you're not explaining your process at all when you're explaining how you're going to achieve the results and so on and this is happening mostly because of knowledge bias mm when it happens when you assume that everybody else for example let's say in the same industry knows what you know and not even the industry um, i don't know your colleagues for example when you present your work you assume that people already know through the hard work you pass through and they already should know a thing or two about your process about your effort you put in so they should realize uh, they should understand all the details without you explaining to them um, that's usually knowledge bias and it's a very big barrier um, when it comes to working with your other people customers whether customers or your colleagues and so on here the most important part is to not assume anything uh, from my own experience really if you just 
go and explain everything in detail from the most small, I don't know, uh, minor thing, uh, then people are going to understand you. For example, let's assume that you're presenting um, a new dashboard, right, to the you're small, you're working into a start startup to your team and so on. You should explain the way you achieved uh, the results, why you came to these conclusions, um, what were the other uh, ideas that you considered, why those ideas have been bad, uh, what led you to those other ideas, how did you do your research, how did you come to this or that and that. Um, what should be the deciding factor of whether we proceed with this type of design um, or not. Then explaining what you're looking for from other people when you're presenting your work. Because if you're just presenting the work and let's say you just leave it like that, people are gonna, <laughs> I don't know, eat it, eat it alive. <laughs> it happened to me once. I, I was presenting a project. Um, it was many, a couple of years, many years ago. Uh, and I was presenting it in front of my team. And I just didn't know how to finish the presentation and what to conclude. And then everybody just started throwing in ideas. And because I didn't take ownership of it, and I didn't communicate clearly what should exactly they say, they just criticized it completely. And then a mess started up in the, in the meeting room, right? Everybody just saying, okay, this is not good. In terms of development, this is not good. In terms of, I don't know, marketing, this is not good. In terms of product, this is not good and so on and in the end just the project was closed why poor communication skills again when you present work when you sell work or whatever you do with your work you have to always be clear what came into being what people should do how they should do how they should explain you what you're looking for um, into their answers and so on this is important because this establishes that bridge, right, between you and the other teammates, so you can communicate clearly, you can avoid conflicts, uh, right, so people don't have to stand all the time and guess whether what did he mean, uh, is, was he right or not. Then you shouldn't always allow, for example, all types of feedback when it comes to just say, hey, this, not all types of feedback is allowed. Um, you should allow certain types of feedback. You should, you're allowed, for example, to give feedback only on this specific feature or on this specific, I don't know, approach uh, and so on. This is also a part of communication skills. You should always set those expectations before something happens and also uh, constantly mindly uh, mindly reminding people of those expectations whether they should say or not for example i'm doing this a lot with uh, my customers in my approach with them in my freelancing career um, every time i start working with a customer i explain him the entire process of how it's gonna go, then at least once a week, for example, when we have that meeting video call or in-person meeting, I'm always again explaining the process, how it's gonna go, what is gonna be, what are the next steps, uh, how we're gonna achieve next steps, what happens if we don't achieve those next steps and so on. So a constant reminding of that process is also good because you should realize people are busy. People are busy with their life, with their work, and so on. They have a lot of things going on and they won't remember your process every time. So you should, again, remind them constantly. You remind them about how this works, how that works, how it's gonna go next. Um, when they're allowed to get in touch, when they're allowed to um, 
give feedback, how they allow to make changes into the design, and so on. So these are small details that you should always keep in mind when communicating with your manager's team or your customers. Then I was having uh, this conversation with a friend of mine, and he works in the game design industry. And for uh, he works for, uh, well, let's keep it a secret. He works for a very big company who makes uh, like AAA games, like the top games. And I was uh, talking to him, hey, when you are hiring people, um, I mean, how important are communication skills for you? And he told me, look, Eugene, here's the thing. If I'm going to see a guy or a girl with the most awesome portfolio ever, but the communication skills suck, and then there's gonna come this other person with an okay portfolio, but the communication skills are awesome, I'm gonna hire the other person. And why? It's because it's much more important to find a common language with a person rather than, um, I don't know, have an amazing person with an amazing talent or portfolio who can't communicate uh, the ideas clearly, who can't participate in group uh, meetings or works and so on, who can be a team member and it's always working in isolation and so on. Then having communication skills is not also only about communicating your um, ideas clearly or so on, but it's also about finding that common language in collaborating with other people. For example, um, there is this, I don't know, you are hired by this company, and this company uses, for example, a certain I don't know, coding language, let's say, and but you're not used to that coding language. Uh, you're used to your own coding language. And you say, hey, I can't do your process because my process is the best for me. And in this case, you can't adapt, again, to those new requirements. You can't find that common language. And it's also about the coding language. Let's say it's a tool, for example, uh, for designers. You use, I don't know, Sketch, let's say, right? And others use Figma, for example. And you can't adapt to the new tool and so on. This is also um, one of the elements of a good communication skills. Then when it comes to interviewing and asking, let's say you're going for that interview, you're mostly going to stand uh, out from the crowd uh, from your ability to think. Portfolio is not that important because every designer can make its portfolio look awesome, right? Great. It's something that designers are good at. But to communicate, to communicate about your portfolio, to talk about your portfolio is something not everybody can do it. So for example, um, I was having this uh, conversation once and she was hiring a, with a um, senior designer. She was hiring for a new designer and she hired uh, that guy um, only for the fact that he was able to talk about why he did design a checkout for a shop in that specific flow for half an hour. He told how did he come to that conclusion? Why did he choose that layout? Who, uh, what type of customers he interviewed? Why did he choose to listen to those customers? Why to that specific opinion he chose to implement uh, from their customers? And he was talking about this process of how he was designing it for like for half an hour 
was designing about how to design that uh, checkout flow. And it's also important because it gives you uh, other people a glimpse into your thinking process and also into your working process, how you work, how you approach work. It also tells about your character, right? Are you disciplined? Uh, because only a disciplined person can go, for example, and just iterate like 20 times until it achieves a certain result. And you tell about that, hey, I've been iterating on this product like for 20 times until I came to that awesome solution. This is also important for people to realize, right? So that's why sometimes extroverts are better um, um, when it comes to uh, hiring them and so on because they just are able to talk a lot. <laughs> and people like when other people talk a lot. And if you are a more an introverted nature, that can be solved. Just say everything what's in your mind when it came to that process. Say how you worked on it. Say how you researched it. Say how you iterated it. Say how, I don't know, you tried this and that and that. And even if it may seem trivial for you, right, unimportant, to other people it is important because this way they realize how you work. Are you a good person? Can you be trusted or not? Then for example, you are working, I don't know, let's say with a developer, right? Um, and designers usually work with developers a lot, if you are in web, of course. And you have to give clear instructions of how the design has to be implemented. And here, communication skills are also critical. Because, oh boy, <laughs> how many times <laughs> I got a bad end product only because I did not communicate clearly. And when I say communicate clearly, I say communicate everything, everything you have in, on your mind about that product. And here's a good tip. If you think that that very, very small detail is unimportant and you believe that he will figure it out, you're wrong. <laughs> he will not figure it out. So say it. Say every small detail about that um, product, how it should work, how it should feel. Um, give clear instructions about the smallest details possible. I don't know what happens on the uh, when you hover on that button. How is the animation going, right? How is the transition between uh, point A to point B? How is the transition between um, other sm smaller details? What are the hover animations? What are the checkout flows? Uh, what are the error states? What's the error message? How the messages should be? Um, what type of text? What type of length of text? Is the text clear enough, right? So. This is a very small details which you should always take into consideration when talking, for example, with a developer and always give them all the um, possible uh, answers. Because it makes also their job easier, so they don't have to guess and improvise, and then when they improvise and show it to you, they uh, you know get upset because it's not what they should have done because you didn't communicate clearly. And from my own experience, I can tell you that Developers, for example, when you work with them, they're very logical and straight person. So you have to say, this should do that, right? And this should do it in that specific way. And more you speak in those concrete terms, uh, easier is to, uh, for them to implement it, to bring your product to life. Here, um, a good tip is to always write down, um, for example, you take, uh, let's say, 
the first screen of your design. You take a, uh, I don't know, you open a document and you start writing about everything, uh, every element on that page on the paper. And it also becomes more clear to you if you uh, did something wrong or right, if it makes sense or not. Because uh, writing your ideas on paper always somehow brings structure to your thinking. And it's also um, easier for the other people to understand you. So once you wrote uh, everything, then you go just, um, I don't know, scan again everything, see if everything is right, everything is wrong or not, what's missing and so on. And then you make a very big document about uh, everything that should be implemented. And this way it becomes um, much clearer for you and the developer what has to be delivered, for example, because you're both aligned on both sides and there is no room for guessing. And if something wasn't delivered, then something wasn't on the paper. And this is very important because we, we designers sometimes have an abstract thinking. Um, most of the times we have abstract thinking. <laughs> and that creativity is sometimes hard for people to put uh, down on paper. So just write your thoughts, write the deliverables. And this is also a, one of the important parts of a clear communication with other people. Then when it comes to working with your management, with your CEO and so on, um, on your product, here clear communication comes mostly from asking good questions. And you should never leave room for guessing too here. Um, for example, let's say that you're working with your product manager on, I don't know, let's say the next redesign of your product. The question why, questions why and what, should, should be your most two important questions. Why we're doing this? Um, why we're doing that? Why we're choosing this approach? Why this and that and that? Right, constantly asking why and getting to the main reasons all the time. Then um, how you're gonna do it? What is necessary for that? What are the uh, requirements? What are the uh, what should be the re results? How we are gonna uh, see if we achieved our goals or not? Uh, what uh, is the most important metric? What should we look for? Um, how much time we have? Um, is, for example, the CEO or what's uh, who's the key uh, stakeholder is aligned on this one? Should we align him on that one or her on this one, uh, and so on? People usually get crippled. Um, here and they get lost. They think that you have to have some sort of, I don't know, business knowledge or uh, I don't know, get really uh, in-depth knowledge of what they are, other, the management is doing and so on. But no, usually if you're asking the, the basic question of how, what and why, you can always get to a clear answer, right? If you didn't understand what they told you because they, you know, they use a technical term and so on, you ask, can you explain me again? Because I didn't understand it. I would like to get aligned on this one so I can deliver uh, a good result. And this type of communication with asking always questions, if you're not sure, is important. Because this is what is going to guarantee that a good relationship um, between all of you, the entire team, mm, or with your partners, and so on. 
And because of that clear communication, you're gonna save tons of money and time. That's that's like guaranteed. That's not even discussable. And you're gonna get much better work environment. And you're gonna feel much better because people start understanding each other. They don't have to guess uh, who and what is doing, why they are doing, and so on. So for some of you, um, these type of scales, you may have them, uh, but some of you may not. But I realized that it's like training your muscles. And you can't just acquire these skills one day and that's all. No, you have to train yourself constantly, right? With new people, new environments, new problems to solve, new products to build, and so on. And it's not something that is going to come easy to many of you, specifically if you are an introvert, for example, a more introverted person. But it's doable. It's doable for everybody. It just requires practice and not fearing uh, to ask questions. For example, I don't know, if you don't understand what a developer says, you ask a question. Can you explain me that once again? If he again did not explain you correctly, just ask again <laughs> until you understand. The same way goes to not talking with the management. So it's much better to look, uh, there's this saying that it's much better to be a, a fool for five seconds than a fool for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> so never be afraid to ask questions um, because this is what going to ensure that you have a clear communication with other people. Always communicate your thoughts. Be straight. Don't use bullshit, buzzwords, jargon, uh, cliches and other crap modern thinking way and so on. Just be straight, simple, because simplicity is a certain complexity of mind. So communicating in a simple manner doesn't mean you're stupid or inexperienced. It means you have a complex thinking that makes sure that you can communicate clearly with others, right? So communicate clearly, be straightforward, always ask questions, and always set clear expectations on what should be done, um, when it should be done, how it should be done, and so on. Then repeat everything again um, so everybody is aligned and so on, so nobody has second questions, second doubts, and so on. So yeah, basically that's it for this episode. Um, just to end up on a good and positive note, again, this is a skill that has to be trained constantly. You can't just get it in one month, uh, a year or so on. It's a skill that you train it over your life. And it's not also gonna be good only for your work. It's also in your personal life when you communicate, I don't know, with your husband, uh, with your girlfriend, with your parents, with your friends and so on. Communication is the most important humans have. And it's a skill that should be trained uh, every day. Every day, no matter what. You communicate with uh, strangers, um, you learn to use less bullshit in your language and communicate more clearly. You under, uh, try to write clearer briefs or uh, spec manuals, instructions, and so on. So, uh, so yeah, it's a skill that has to be trained every day. So I hope that, guys, that you got something interesting and useful for yourself from this episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.